Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Global Voice, the mayor. And, well, by the time you listen to this, it's been already a couple of weeks elapsed or past my birthday. You'll hear that I mentioned it with my guest, Twinkle Time, on her interview today. It's another trip around the sun, and I really want to focus on keep on creating, keep on pushing that rock up that hill, and hopefully it doesn't come back down overnight. But I want to know what you're working on. Make sure you hit us up at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at New underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. You see, a lot of people don't really know how old I am because I seem so youthful, incredibly energetic, and I try to get all the sleep I can and hydrate all I can. And also, I consider myself a kid at heart. And well, my guest this week, Twinkle Time, has been doing kid rock for a long time, 10 years in the game, creating entertainment for the little ones and she is just getting started had a brand new single release the last week of june and being able to chat with her about it has been an absolute delight and highlight but before i get to the interview today i just want to say if you haven't already make sure you check out the patreon patreon.com slash boys that's where you get to have the full uncut video versions of these interviews not to mention gig blog posts and other fun stuff patreon.com slash boys we call it the boisterous crew get it because boisterous it's a pun play on words okay maybe i'm gonna be a little silly <laughs> without any further ado my chat with twinkle time Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creators. It is I, the mayor of Football Boys, in the mayor's office. But as always, I am not alone. I like music. I play music. And even though my love for kids is kind of, eh, my guest today loves the kids, loves the kids expressing herself through her music. Please welcome Twinkle Time. How are you doing? What's up? Hello, Flobo. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day, a beautiful week. And as we're recording this, my birthday week can't contain my excitement. Yes, yes. It's, it's birthday month. It should have been birthday month for you. Yeah, it should have been. I, I, I do that for coupons. I wait for all the coupons <laughs> and I'll do it. But when I was a kid, the one thing I liked about birthdays was birthday parties. Because you get to have all the all the kids candy and all yes. the music and it's all a vibe so let's talk about vibes twinkle yes. time yes. is a vibe it's a mood how did it come it about <laughs> um well you know that that's a long story so um i've been in this industry my entire life like from tv to broadway to being signed artist on a mainstream label and when the mainstream era of my life, uh, that chapter closed. Um, I started one of my many gigs. I live in Los Angeles, California. So like when you're an entertainer, you're always like looking for your next gig, auditioning and, you know, doing like waiting for the phone call to ring basically. And, uh, one of my side gigs was teaching kids, a musical theater, singing dance from like the ages of two to like teenagers. I fell deeply in love with the little ones, like the little ones to tweens. Those were, it was like a soft spot in my heart. And what I was realizing um, at the time, this was like now 11 years ago, was there, 
the music I was listening, a lot of it was uh, the same old stuff that we all grew up listening to. Very singer-songwriting, folky, like the normal Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars. And then there was like, you know, there was some stuff that was like kind of piquing my interest. But I was like, you know, there isn't anything so super cool like pop, rock, hip-hop but with just positive messaging behind it. Yeah. And um, and so I decided to kind of do that and like kind of mesh everything that I do normally, which is like the theater and the performance and the singing and the dancing and the pop world that I came from and, and making it like this big extravaganza experience for kids and families because then, of course, my friends were having kids of their own, and they were like, oh, we just went to go see Dora live. And I was like, there's a Dora live in an amphitheater? Wow, how cool would that be? So I'm like, yeah. I want to do that and be, like, the largest, like, thing ever that kids, like, because, like, you know, we all as tweens, we go to our first concert, and, you know, we're like, oh, how exciting, and we have those memories, but yeah. how cool is it to have, like, a little kid, and, and now it's like a whole family, you know, that has to go because a two-year-old or four-year-old or five-year-old, you know, so it's like their first concert experience, so that's kind of what I wanted, and I just yeah. kind of did it, had no idea that I'd still be doing it. Right, right. <laughs> it was just kind of like a thought, and I just set the wheels in motion, and now we're still here. <laughs> what was your first concert? Do you remember? I do. Uh, so, <laughs> this is so random. So, um, uh, my first concert was a Menudo concert. Oh, I know. Menudo! But wait, but wait, but wait. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm Peruvian American. Now, I used to listen to everything either my dad listened to or my mom listened to, right? It was like, yeah. I didn't even listen to Top 40 music. But I had a friend that was like, "There's Menudo's going to be in town. Now, it wasn't like the OG Menudo. So they, you know, like they age out after a certain time. So right. Ricky Martin was aging out. And so he, it was like his like final, you know, farewell. And um, so I was like all about like the younger guys that were in it. And I just remember going, oh my gosh, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and I was so in love with like this kid named Ruben and Angelo at the time. Yeah. Um, and my, I met my best friend, who's still my best friend now. She was all about Ricky. She was like the president of the Ricky fan club here in LA. Wow. That's a resume builder right there. <laughs> but that, that, you know, I wonder if that was like pre like social, that was like pre social media. Cause they were like, getting the hype out like without social media so right. that was my first concert <laughs> oh that's i can't even remember mine you know like i don't that's what i think it's like a big like blank spot i remember when i was in high school i was in college I, I did that but the kid stuff i didn't do as much so i have a question for you twinkle yeah can yeah I, can i call you twinkle of course <laughs> So I, I was reading some of your research, and they call you, they dub you the Lady Gaga for kids, which is pretty cool, pretty rad. Kind of awesome. It is pretty awesome, but there has to be some sort of balance or challenge when you're creating content or music. You're like, well, how do I push the envelope for myself as an artist without being too provocative or being too cheesy? You don't want to be a cheesy artist. Like, what's no. Your, no, your you don't want to be a cheesy artist. Um, yeah. So I think... Okay, so I came from the Disney machine. So I, I was signed to Hollywood Records. This was in um, right at right out of high school, so like the late 90s, like early Y2K days. 
And I learned so much from them. And at the time, like even wearing midriff crop tops, um, it was no, no. Like they, they were like, oh, oh my God, you can't do that. So like, there's so many things are, oh my God, you can't say that word. You have to, you know, like they were, especially when it goes to kids or like not so much the tweens, but because it's their brand, they're right. very particular with, you know, like radio, Disney radio edits. So, right. um, so I learned from all of that and I kind of apply it to what I'm doing now, you know, like I'm family. I want to keep it wholesome for all families to enjoy. Um, I'm kind of naturally, it's not hard for me because I'm a natural square. <laughs> like, I'm just like a Where's dork. That's my, my nickname. Uh, so it, I don't have to work so hard at, you know, keeping like the boundaries because, you know, like that's just kind of who I am naturally. But just also keeping in mind, you know, even like in creating my looks, I don't want to be so provocative because then you have all of that in the mainstream world and it's right. up, you know like you know obviously it's up to the parent like whether what their kid wants to listen to but i just create i don't like when i'm like doing music i don't go okay i have to i just whatever flows flows yeah. and and it just kind of you know when i'm doing visual content then i just always have to keep in mind certain things kind of like i go back to those disney days where like okay maybe that would be too much pushing the envelope, you know, so sure. it's just having to wear another producing hat, you know, when, yeah. when doing that. Keep it DIY. So basically when it comes to actually creating the music, you trust yourself to find yeah. your voice in exactly. the voice and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's self-respect, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I yeah, love talking I, about Yeah, because I want to be authentic, you know? Like, you want to, like, even though I'm no longer four or, you know, ten, I remember all those <laughs> things, you know? Like, I was the weird kid. I was the, you know, like, I never fit into a box. I kind of always did my own thing. And so I take it from my experiences. And then also working with children, I'm able to see, like, what they're going through now. And then just kind of, like, mesh the two. You, and yeah. it's just like a really cool thing. I, I ask you this as somebody who's old and gray and turning 36 <laughs> this year. Uh, what's changed for, for, for kids? Like what's really changed as far as their upbringings, the messages you want to get across with your music that people probably wasn't there when you were a child? You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, I noticed the progression. So this is like 10 years of me doing kid music and literally about five years ago kids were still kids and like the tweens was like you know kind of later but about five years ago I started noticing and I know it has to do with YouTube and all the apps that we have everything is like in kids faces at all times that they too are like listening because of TikTok videos they're they're growing up faster and um and they're listening to like Cardi B at 5 and twerking at 6 <laughs> and so <laughs> like the tween market has actually come down like before tweens used to be like eight to 12 and now like tweens is like sadly like five to nine it's really weird right. um and so like i just feel like i you know like i always tell kids like don't be in such a rush to grow up like because you're only a kid 
literally for a short amount of time. Like it's a small window in comparison to the amount of time that you're an adult or adulting. Like yes. enjoy life. Stay a kid for as long as you can. Well, they should do whatever when I was a kid. When I was in high school, I want to grow up. And my teacher decided to show us how to file our taxes by hand. I was like, you know what? I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait as long as I can because I do not want to do this as an adult. So. Oh, wow. I didn't, I, I didn't learn how to do taxes. I'm still learning how to do taxes. <laughs> yeah, just, hey, can you handle this for me? Uh, yeah. but let's, let's talk about the re-release. It's okay to be me or yes. Amimi uh, Gusta Serio, which is going to be two different versions. I'm, I'm trying. I'm a gringo moreno. But I'm trying. <laughs> it's it's actually it. two different versions of a remix of one of your classic songs. So walk me through this. Why did this song get the, the remix treatment and in two different languages? <laughs> well, okay, this song, the message is so important to me. It's who I am. It's what I'm about. And it like never, it'll never die out. Like you have to always be your authentic self, be the flamingo in a flock of seagulls. I say that all the time. Like your own unique self is what makes you different. So like, don't try to be somebody else. Like, so I think it's always current, it's always relevant. And especially for kids who are trying to find themselves and trying to figure out who they are. So um, like my whole message is, always just do you like tomorrow like you could be something else like you know but like in the moment always be in the moment and just always be true to yourself and 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 people will flock to that don't try to like be the follower like be yeah. the person that starts the trends you know so yeah. um i i'm peruvian american um spanish actually was my very first language um oh, yeah, like I'm first generation, so my mom's Peruvian and my dad's Romanian. Um, but like um, for me, um, it was super important to me from the time I started to doing when I did kids music is to always do it in English and Spanish. I was raised mm. in a household where we spoke English and Spanish. I was raised listening to Spanish music primarily and my grandparents lived with us and so I would teach them English and we would speak at home in Spanish and just like uh, our our house was always filled with music and so much culture so that was very very important for me from the get-go always doing it in both languages um, and and I just it's such a crowd favorite this song um, that I was like okay so last year would have been my 10-year decade of doing Congrats. kids music thank you and it was supposed to be like this big hoopla I had this whole tour planned and it was just gonna be amazing released my fourth album last year and then as we know everything changed in a blink of an eye so I was like all right so I waited and so now this year I've been releasing singles and so this will be my fourth single. It's revamped. It's got like um it's it's hard. It comes like it's like in your face, which is so the message. It's like do you? And so it's electro pop. It's um it's definitely EDM power pop mix. Um a good dance vibe song. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I'm really I'm really proud of it. And of course I did it in Spanish as well. So your tour, and I'm sure this song will be a part of that tour, like where yeah. do you decide where to go? Do you just try to put the feelers out there, see what it is? You go, oh, no, these kids would benefit more from my content. How do you select cities? How do you select the path in your tours? Well, it's it's literally like what venues like contact, you know, contact me. Um, like, for example, this year, um, things just started opening up as far as touring, like literally a couple weeks ago. I know. So it's, it's not like so... In the past, 
pre-COVID. I know I hate saying that. It's true, pre, though. It's true. Pre-COVID, I was doing um, probably 330 dates and sometimes multiple shows, like multiple venues in those days. So, mm -hmm. like, I barely had any time off. And last year, I was actually supposed to be in China, of all places, and wow. also Japan. And those two gigs took me about five years to actually seal the deal. So that's another thing that was so frustrating and so sad and disappointing, is, like, yeah. when your livelihood goes away, but, like, those things that took years for you know for for you to actually book so now some some new venues are coming in for this year some of the venues that were for last year are like okay we want to book you for this summer so this year it's like a random tour it's like more like spot dates instead of like an actual tour um but i go everywhere so i tour tour the country everywhere from like i'll be in montana like in a little town called lewiston montana for five days doing shows to colorado i'm, go I'm gonna be like in uh, brighton Colorado, which is just outside of Denver, um, and um, doing lots of shows um, all up and down California, um, yeah. and and as things probably start opening up and coming back to somewhat whatever the new norm will be, um, I'm sure I'll be getting a lot of the other calls as well. So rad that you're you're persevering. Uh, a question I have for career, other creatives, and you can interpret yeah. this as well as because can I come from the stand up world? Stand up is my bread and butter. Ah. Doing this was all fallout from yes. the pandemic. That's why I, I'm I'm an advocate of saying pre pandemic because I was on tour myself. Um, and it's kind of this weird thing where it's like there you have the pandemic life and the post pandemic life, and now in some ways it's merging and yes. some things are battling other things. Uh, yeah. But what what kept you going on on a creative level? You know sometimes people always say that when you're non-essential over a while it's supposed to like affect you and it affected me too i was like well what's my purpose bro uh <sighs> what kept you going what kept you motivated what get you out of the funks i'm sure you may have had over the past year or so so like it, it like it like just hearing that like i don't want to cry because it like it was rough like i like i've been in the entertainment industry since i was five mm. um so like even though i'm not old but like i could say i'm like a veteran doing it and you know you always know in the entertainment industry that you're gonna hit some you know rough times you know like and you prepare like like i'm a really good saver because like my dad even though both my parents are educators and they're not part of the entertainment industry they always said you know like you better save for a rainy day because you never know right like when you're next gig is going to happen and you've had like <clears throat> those those moments where you didn't have a job you know for let's say a couple weeks or a couple months you know but you knew that your tour was going to start you know whether it was like a, a touring national touring tour or whatever it was like like at least I have a job in a couple weeks I just got to save but to not know when this was going to end to have your entire livelihood stripped away from you and mm -hmm. we were like the first ones to lose our jobs our last ones to get it back and still they're not it's not like everybody's like oh i'm back at work i'm like yeah not yeah. everybody is back at work yeah it was devastating like beyond devastating i like when i say like i cried and bawled for like a week straight like that is not an exaggeration because when you see your income 
Because, like, as an artist, an indie artist, you, like, I would know, like, I my all my gigs would be booked almost a year ahead of time or at least six months out. So I would know that this is what, you know, I'm doing for six months to even a year. And you know, like, okay, this is what I'm making. Everything was signed, everything. And, and you don't get deposits, you know? Right. Like, you, sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. It's like, you know, as an artist, you get, you pick up payment, like, when you arrive, you right, know, right. and sometimes like I even had flights that were already booked and purchased, you know, so because like this happened, like the shutdown for me started March 8th and I had gigs the first week of April. And so we were leaving at the end of March. And so it's like me and some of my band members. So all those airline tickets were purchased, the whole, like all of this stuff that people don't yeah. think about, right, that come out right. of my pocket. So I was so crushed, so devastated. But then I quickly was like, okay, you need to figure this out. You have mm -hmm. to like think quick. And I'm a creative person and I'm a workaholic, which probably a lot of my friends would be like, you work so much, like 24 seven I'm working. Like I'm always creating, always thinking, but that's just, I love it. I love what I do. So um, I literally, I was like, put your big girl pants on and figure it out. And so like you, I did, I started a live stream. And so I did a live stream on YouTube, not knowing what I was doing, because I'm not a techie. I'd never done it before. I had a really good friend, RJ, who kind of walked me through how to live stream, how to set it up. I did that. Every single day, I would literally, my start time was at two o'clock. I would get twinkle-fied and <laughs> like. <laughs> Trade trademarks. Right, twinkle-fied. <laughs> and I literally was like, every day you're going to create something. You're going to bring joy. Because, you know, then, then I started thinking, I'm like, it's not just my life that turned around. It's like everybody, it's like the whole world shut down. And now parents are trying to figure out how they're homeschooling. And if one parent has to like now be a stay at home parent because they have to be home with their five-year-olds or they have multiple kids, like it, like it was a challenge for everybody. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something. And people were like, why are you doing it for free? Just you should. I was like, I can't. Like so many people I know lost their livelihood, their income. I did. So I'm just like, I'm doing it every single day. And I did every single day. And then, and I loved it. And I, the coolest thing, and I'm sure you know too, is like, I got to meet so many people in my own genre from around the world that I would have never had the time to get to know or to meet. Like I would, who, I would have never thought that I would be knowing people in New Zealand, in Australia, in South America. And, and now some of these people are like my new friends and, and like we worked it out and like I got to, you know, when they couldn't tour either, get to introduce people on my, on my platform. And it's just been kind of like a beautiful thing. So like I did the streaming, I started my own radio show slash podcast for kids so it's like the twinkle time top 20 countdown oh Be dang. yeah because yeah. you know there's not a like radio disney closed down like during pandemic and that was an opportunity for family kid music so there's only like really one like real big source like on cyrus radio but they don't ever play it's always super political, like we all know things can be. So they don't even play people that like are constantly releasing music. They play their favorites. They play like maybe like, you know, a theme song of the current movie that's out or whatever. And so I'm like, maybe like I need to like start something where I'm also amplifying 
everybody else's music and their hard work because being an independent artist is so hard and you're doing it all yourself. So that's kind of, that's what kept me going. That was, that kept me sane and the love and support from the people that follow me have meant so much. And I tell them, like, I call them the twinkle lights. I said that you guys like, like, you know, they would write me privately or say things like how much like it's been to them this whole year, but like they have no idea what it's done for me. Like it, it was kind of life changing. It's interesting. You say that a lot of people like ourselves who do perform and even though it's our livelihood in that, hey, look, we need to eat, right? And yeah. money makes the world go round. But you can tell if you really like the craft you're working on if you find a way either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. My live shows are live shows. I probably get paid zero. Probably lose money if you think about it for all the apps you need for it. Yeah. But to be able to like, share what you believe and things are on your mind, it's a, it's a different kind of feeling. You yeah. know, a different kind of therapy. And I'm so glad that, that that families and other people came up to you and say, oh, my gosh, I didn't even hear about Twinkle Time until this pandemic shut down. I bet uh, you have a lot more fans now. Uh, yeah. Your- yeah and, and, like, world worldwide now, you know, like – like I hadn't, I hadn't traveled. I was supposed to travel last year for the first time, you know, out of the country. So the fact that I have listeners from Ireland and from South America, I've never been there yet. So that, like, it kind of like made our world so much smaller. And I and I loved it. And another thing that was kind of interesting as an independent artist is no matter what your success was, you know, because success is like, obviously, like how you view, like how others view you, you know, right. And so people Mm -hmm. are like, Oh, my God, you're doing so much in my eyes. I'm like, Oh, my God, there's so much more for me to do or that I want to do, right. But like, it put everybody on the same playing field, you know, like, all of a sudden, like everybody from, you know, like Lady Gaga to Jimmy Kimmel to everybody, like, we were all trying to figure out how to do this. You know? Absolutely. And so it was it was really interesting and and it, it felt like I was actually working harder but in a different way because I don't know about tech stuff. Right. So yeah. Call that call that the, the good tired, you know. The yeah, the, the day, good tired, like, yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I, exactly. I the needle. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what's your platform? If I want to check it out now, if I want to see the stream. So everything is um like go to my YouTube channel, it's Twinkle Time. So um I was doing live streams Monday through Friday every day, and then two months ago I I backed it, scaled it down to three days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. These last couple of weeks, I've only been on once a week because, A, I got, like, an eye issue. That's why I'm not fully twinkle-fied. Like, I have, like, a pimple, like, an underneath pimple in my yeah. eye. Not, like, a sty. It's called a chalazion. My whole yeah. eye was swollen, so I can't wear makeup till the end of the week. Oh, yeah. So I, I was like, I don't want the – I don't want – like, I felt like I looked like a monster. I'm like, I'm not going on. And so I told everybody, I'm not going on. Um, and also, too, just kind of prepping for the release of the single and working on um, putting, like, in pre-production mode of – working on the music video so um but they're super understanding and they're like when are you coming back and then my radio show is on jump 1053 pittsburgh it's like a really small fm brand new radio station that started at the beginning of the year but you can find the podcast like on podbean iheart um on my website um but and it's called twinkle time top 20 countdown uh, so yeah these were all the things that like started because of of covid 
I, if you guys can't see me, I have so many tabs open of things I'm gonna check out after the show. I got Jump 105 in Pittsburgh. I have a YouTube channel. Heck yeah! <laughs> it's it's funny you mentioned like the kind of vibe you're going for. Like as far as when I was a kid, there was like the the, the, the baby shows we call it, right? Don't yeah. watch that show; it's for babies. But I was a big fan of Radio Disney, and uh, until I realized they really edit the songs. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'll talk to you after the show about one of my my favorites in particular. Yeah. And, and the, the, the Zusha show. I don't remember Zusha. Uh, had her uh, own like Shusha, yes, Shusha. Um, and was it NBC, right? Like I, I remember it was a Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch that, that. That was like a concert every week. Kids were going nuts, like yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was oh a my big god, time. I'm so glad that you <laughs> brought that up. I would love, 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 love to do a show like that. Like the thing for me is like my show. I always say like, I'm an, a family artist because it's not just for the little ones. Because I'm not just singing about the ABCs. Like, I'm singing about different types of messaging that everybody can relate to. And I think that what kind of sets me apart from a lot of my peers in, in this genre, because um, it's like a niche genre, this independent family world, is that I'm doing music that is hard. You know, it's like what a parent or their older siblings would listen to on mainstream radio, but just with a different lyrical messaging. So that's kind of, um, that's so cool. I, I loved Shusha. I would yes. love to do a show like that. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, the new release, It's Okay to Be Me, or A Mi Me Me Gusta Sergio, uh, yes. coming out June 25th. On your birthday. On my birthday, y'all. <laughs> wherever dope tracks are available. Uh, if anything you wanted to mention or share to the listeners right here at Amsterdam Radio, where you go? I'll definitely go, you know, uh, stream. It'll be everywhere in all streaming platforms. Download if you're still somebody that downloads. But if you don't download, <laughs> stream the song a gajillion times. Honestly, because literally, I think it's like a thousand streams equals one sale of an album or a single sure. purchase. So just keep it on replay over and over. Go to my YouTube channel, Twinkle Time. Um, follow me on Instagram. That's like my favorite. Like I post there all day, every day. It's Twinkle Time and Friends. And if you want to listen to the radio show, it's um, the easiest way to find it, if you forget like all the other places, is just go to my website, which is twinkletimeofficial.com or twinkleandfriends.com. You're absolutely right about the streams. My comedy albums have netted me a whopping $2.50. So please right? stream while you can. Please right. I, I, I like, I also try to tell these kids, like, you know, like kind of explain to them what the independent artist life is like. And yeah, like we make money from touring. That's how we survive. But all these streams, like stream it, you know, like over and over or, or purchase it. It's only 99 cents. That's like cheaper than a Taco Bell burrito. So. <laughs> <For the> arts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want you back in the future episode. I want to see how everything is where everything opens up for 100%. Yes. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>